welcome to the Resilient Minds podcast. This season, we're talking about alternative healing modalities, opening you up to your own inner power and giving you the confidence to support yourself. I'm your host, Rory, owner and creator of Rory Moon Crystals and Academy, and I'm honored to be guiding you along this journey. This week, I have the extreme pleasure of sitting down with Toronto's very own Gabby Panetta to talk about brain recoding. Now, Gabby is a Toronto-based empowerment and mindset retraining facilitator trained in rapid brain coding, RMT, Reiki master, sound healing, classical and conversational hypnosis, magnetic mind coach, and more. Ooh, Gabby, your resume is extensive, and I'm so glad <laughs> that I get to talk to you today. (laughs) Thank you. So welcome, welcome. Um, Thank you so much for having me. So it's such a pleasure. I was when I was like prepping for today's recording, I was like, having like a a brain blip. I was like, when did we meet? And I I sent you the show notes and I left it blank. And I was like, Gabby will know. Gabby will remember when it was. I was like, I had a rough idea. I was like, hey, maybe 2018. I'm like, no, I think it was before no, that. 2016. Yeah. So I'm so glad you remembered. So I was I was like, I got to yeah. ask her. She'll know. So yeah, Gabby and I met back in 2016. She was my go-to RMT in the area. And like, I mean, little did I know that this relationship was going to blossom in the way that it did. Um, I always believe that our lives crossing past was no coincidence. And you, I mean... Our listeners will hear me talking about this through the whole podcast season, but everyone really does come into your life for a reason. <sighs> so, <laughs> Gabby, I have yes. a couple burning questions for you. The whole premise behind this podcast is to shed light on different kinds of modalities. So, I find that when I am looking for new ways for self uh, improvement, personal growth, personal development, that sort of thing. These obscure modalities kind of like fall into my lap at the perfect moment. And up until you started offering brain recoding, I had no idea what it was. So please, like, what is brain recoding? So brain recoding really takes a lot of modalities into one protocol. It it, it includes conversational hypnosis. It has quantum healing in it. And just... NLP, so Neuro Linguistic Programming, and a lot of other techniques that work together as a whole to rewire the brain so that you can effectively change your behavior patterns. Because sometimes affirmations just aren't enough. Wanting to change is not enough. And that's how I came across hypnosis in the first place, because I first trained in classical hypnosis and I did conversational and then I did rapid brain recoding and I'd done the therapy thing and it helped for as long as I did it. And it was wonderful. But then I reached a point where I knew what the root cause of my issues were. I knew where I wanted to get to, but I hadn't found something that effectively bridged the gap between wanting to change and actually changing. And hypnosis did that for me. So I was completely in love with conversational hypnosis when I did the the training. But then, then I said to the universe, universe, I know that everything is energy. So I need to find a technique that works even more effectively and faster. And so make it happen and just show me the way. And then rapid brain recoding came into my field. I trained in it 
And I thought, this is the best thing since sliced bread. (laughs) (laughs) I have to agree. I have to agree. (laughs) Yeah. It it was, again, it was, the changes were quick and they were so transformational. And I thought, okay, I, I just need to start using this more and more with clients. And so instead of doing one or the other, I just incorporated everything into it. And actually, when I trained in it, I realized that it incorporated a lot of the conversational hypnosis techniques and the NLP techniques that are part of conversational hypnosis. So it went so well together. And I've used it since. And my practice literally went from, you know, having a few clients to, oh, my gosh, this is an awesome, awesome practice. And and the satisfaction that I get from watching my clients making leaps and bounds and in their development through this technique, I couldn't be more grateful. Yeah, it's it's actually astounding, the work that it's done. And just like the people that it's helped, like, obviously, it's helped me. That's how we, why we're here to talk about uh, <laughs> why we're here. But would you say that like, I've never done, say, I've never done brain recoding before. Like, what can I expect coming into a treatment? Okay. So this is the way that I describe it to clients. It feels very much like a guided meditation, but it is way more powerful than guided meditation. We actually use meditation to reinforce the sessions in between sessions. So I give clients a very personalized meditation for them to listen to every night between sessions, but it feels the actual one-on-one feels like a guided meditation. It's somewhat passive, although conversational hypnosis does require that I ask feedback from clients and and there's a little bit more of an interactive uh, communication going on. That really tripped me up. Yeah. (laughs) That was, I mean, we'll, we'll get into my experience, but like, remember you would like ask a question and me thinking, oh yeah, guided meditation. I'm just like "Mm -hmm, rhetorical. And then you like, (laughs) You're like, you need to answer. I was like, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's like a little because, jarring. <laughs> yes. And it's such a, at the same time that we're, we're doing this guided meditation, because you actually, you know, go into trance, the level of relaxation is so high. And so people literally just go, they, they're, they're like, and they let go of everything, which is awesome. They relax on a mental, emotional, physical, and energetic level. You know, I have to, keep a certain momentum going so that they, I don't lose them completely and they fall asleep. <laughs> it's like a test. Are you still awake? Okay. <laughs> right. right. Let, let's get this going. It's not necessary to go into trance when, when we're doing the rapid brain recoding, but people naturally go into trance because trance is actually a very natural state for people to be in during the day. If you lose track of time at all, if you are playing video games, watching TV or driving from one place to another, and you, don't remember how you got there or what you were doing in that time period. You were actually in trance and your unconscious mind took over. It's always taking over to keep you safe and make things happen so that you wouldn't crash in your car or, or walking somewhere and you suddenly realize like, oh, where am I? And so when you're going through the process of, of the recoding, you naturally go into trance, even though it's not necessary for anybody to be in trance for it to be effective. And so again, it's like a guided meditation, but to the next level. The, the, the changes are more, way more effective than if you were just doing a guided meditation. And that's because I'm instructing your brain as we go along to uh, treat certain events or emotions, etc. And the brain 
physically, physiologically is actually rewiring as all of this is happening. It's amazing. I always wanted something to rewire my brain. I feel like I had those moments where I'm like, oh, I don't want to have these thoughts. Like you're aware of it. You're aware of these like triggers that you're having. You're like, oh, I just wish I could rewire my brain. Right, right. And, 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 you know, I tried other techniques in the past, like so many techniques in the past, but I didn't find any of them as effective as rapid brain recoding and conversational hypnosis. They're just, they're next level. Yeah. And, and like you're saying, they're, they're similar, they feel similar when you're doing it, but there's obviously just some practical thing that you're doing that makes it a little bit different. Right. And it's also a very intuitive process for me. So in in the discovery session, we go through a gazillion questions to get to the root of the issue as closely as possible, if we can. Sometimes people literally don't remember. And then things start coming up in in subsequent sessions. Because when the unconscious mind is in protection mode, it won't bring things up that are too painful. But as we develop trust and as it feels that it's safe to do so, it will bring certain situations and memories up to the active memory so that we can work on them. That's also a part of peeling back the layers where it's like, you know, it's just the thing on the surface. You're like, oh, I think I'm uh, really triggered by this. And then you kind of peel that back. It's like, oh no, there's something a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. Right. Because we don't often remember things that happened in our childhood. Say for example, I've got control issues and, and we treat you know, and I don't know, in the discovery session, we find out that, yeah, when I was a kid, I felt like I was really out of control. So now in my adulthood, I'm trying to overcompensate for that feeling of not being in control of my life as a child. And we just go a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. And you realize that it happened at such a young age. And so the beauty about the techniques that I use is that I can take clusters of events or clusters of emotions related to an event and neutralize them at the same time. So we don't have to go literally layer by layer. We can take bunches of layers and treat that in one in one shot. And the mind is so powerful that it will know exactly what is safe to neutralize in the moment and what can wait to the next session. And that's why I call myself a facilitator because I, I'm just facilitating the process. What's really doing and making everything happen is your own unconscious mind, your own higher self. And we work on an energetic level as well. So conversational hypnosis is one set of techniques. The rapid brain recoding really takes into consideration. It's a multidimensional type of healing technique. And we go through chakra systems, energy systems, the aura past lives, future lives, the the quantum field, we go through so many layers. And again, it's on a physical, mental, emotional, and energetic level. So both of these complement each other. And because your own mind is so powerful and all-knowing, it will know what needs to be treated and when, and it will just neutralize what was affecting it prior to that. Mm -hmm. I love what you just said about like, it's actually us doing the work and you're just facilitating. I think with, with a lot of the modalities I'm going to be diving into this season, it is really just putting the control back in yourself, which is absolutely incredible. I think we, we, we put a lot of emphasis on getting help and receiving help. And like, it's always someone else that's doing it for us. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, 
you're actually just facilitating. Like we right. have the power to heal and, you know, bring ourselves anything that we need. Like, I'm not going to get into manifestation and like all that sort of thing, but you know, yeah. it's within us and all of these different things that you can experiment with modality wise are just going to open you up to that and, and just bring you back to your confidence and trusting yourself, right. which is absolutely. And, and a great facilitator facilitator will do that. And I tell all my clients, I'm empowering you. I, I don't like codependent relationships. So I would rather make sure that you have all of the skills and knowledge and the wisdom to deal with this in the future. If you get stuck at one time, we can always work together again, but I want to make sure that you can do this on your own because that just gives you a net, just a such level of confidence to deal with anything that comes your way afterwards. And, and that's why I call myself an empowerment facilitator too, because I, I know that it's within my clients. Once you accept and step into your power, the sky's the limit as to what you can achieve. Hmm. Love it. Are including, you- including the manifestation. Okay, so we might have to have a separate episode that's just about manifestation. Oh, <laughs> I would love to do one on manifestation. It's, it's amazing. And it's so simple. I know. Why? Okay. We can't digress. Okay. We'll talk about manifestation another day. So for brain recoding, so, you know, people are listening to this episode. How will they know if this is a treatment that there is going to be beneficial for them? What kind of obstacles do you find are most successful with this treatment? Okay. You know, when I first got into hypnosis, I, I didn't really know what my niche would be. I knew that it would come eventually with the experience and I have decided now to focus on empowerment facilitation. And, you know, but, but the techniques can be used for many different things. They can be used for weight loss. They can be used for anxiety, confidence building. It can be used to stop unwanted habits. So if you have, uh, you know, I don't know if you're constantly playing with your hair or, or doing some sort of you nail know, biting or something, nail biting. Yes. If procrastination is an issue and you need to be if, and feel motivated, it can be used for so many things. But my, my niche is building confidence in people because I found that that's the majority of clients that I have attracted into my practice people who experience anxiety, imposter syndrome, and have confidence issues, even though they're already successful in their field. But the chatters there saying, you're not good enough. What makes you think you deserve this? Oh, who's going to want to listen to you? Who's going to want to read your book? Who's going to... And so, and most of them are women. And so I've decided that 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 is going to be my niche. I work with mostly successful women that are either entrepreneurs or have uh, corporate jobs where they have been very successful in the past and all of a sudden something triggers insecurities and they need to get past them. Yep. I'm uh, grinning from ear to ear because Gabby is describing me to a T right now. (laughs) She attracted my needs perfectly. Yeah. Like everything that you said, the confidence, the like being successful, but not feeling successful enough, that word enough um, to begin with. Not being good enough. Yeah. And imposter syndrome. I actually learned how to spell imposture through this process (laughs) because I didn't, uh, I don't know. I spelled it like 
I don't know how I spelled it, but it was wrong. And Gabby's like, yeah, that's not how you spell that. I was like, oh. No, actually, I was wrong. You, you, I checked it after you sent it to me. And Wait, I thought, what? Oh, yes, I was the one who was misspelling it the whole time. Yeah. Wait, so how did thank we you spell it? It's imposter with an E-R. Imposter. And yeah, yeah. And, um, and that is so common. There's a lot of people pleasing involved as well in the clients that I see and, and, you know, they're, they're producers, they're do-gooders and there's a lot of control issues and, and perfectionism and, and they don't allow themselves to be human. So yeah, we, we worked with you and I'm so proud. <laughs> so proud of you <laughs> and all of the work that you've done and how far you've come and, you know, and, Part of part of the issue is accepting yourself as you are, accepting, you know, not trying to be validated by others and not trying to fulfill other people's expectations of the way you should live your life. So so my elevator speech is I empower my clients to live their authentic life fearlessly. Those are all great words. (gasps) Yeah. And and I believe that I I our work together brought you to a place where you felt comfortable just being you authentically you no matter what everybody else expected of you 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 just said this is it this is me and I'm going to fulfill my path yeah because like going going into the session like even when we were just kind of doing our discovery it was I thought I knew what it was. I had pinned it. I had labeled it. I had called it imposter syndrome. I was like, Gabby, here's my problem. Fix it. And (laughs) we did this whole discovery. It was like, what, like an hour and a half? Is it like a 90 minute discovery? And all those questions. And as you're, as you're asking them, I was like, I don't even have an answer for it. Like I didn't even have the language to say what was even deeper. I just had this very surface level, buzzy word, like, everyone was talking about imposter syndrome. I was like, I have that for sure. (laughs) Is is there a word for like a hypochondriac, but for like, like syndromes? Because I think every time I read like business, (laughs) a hypochondriac business uh, entrepreneur syndrome, lack mindset, imposter syndrome. Like every time I read stuff about that, I was like, oh yeah, I think I have that. (laughs) Like all of these words. I'm like, I have all of these things. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm just following the right people online and they're just like speaking my language. <laughs> you brought a really great point up. A lot of us think that we're just, we're the only ones that are going through this. And as you have noticed, you, there's a lot of people that are talking about the same thing because it's very, it's a very common experience among so many people. A lot of us entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. we think we're not good enough. We think that we have to you know, be perfect. We think that we have to have 20 years of experience. Otherwise we couldn't possibly Mm -hmm. be successful. And that's not the case at all. Yeah. So when, when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, you're actually more relatable. So I'm learning. Yeah. This is, this is part of the journey. Yes. You're not alone. No. And nobody goes from zero to 60 in no time. Everyone goes through ups, downs, many failures. And then it's not until they have, you know, a few kilometers under their belt that they are able to step into their, their 
you know, experience space and say, yeah, I, I, I went through that. But you can't take a Coles Notes version of it. You have to really live through it to understand it. And if you haven't lived through it, then be okay with the fact that you're not going to know everything at the start, but you're eventually going to learn it. Whether you learn it from others or you learn it on your own from experience, hard knocks, it doesn't matter. But you don't have to know everything. The people that need what you have to offer will come to you at the time. And then as you grow, you will attract different clients as well. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you're saying so many amazing things. And I always, I know when we talk, it's always meant to be. Like there are words that you are saying that are hitting me in the heart. And I know (laughs) that's for a reason. And I hope that anyone listening to this believes that as well. Like you're here, you're hearing, like you're here and you are hearing what we are saying. And if anything is resonating with you, like that is kismet. Is that the right use of that word? It's meant to happen. Yeah. (laughs) And um, to your point about the Coles notes, I think that is a very good point to bring up, especially with my personality, because I like quick results. And that's like brain recoding. Yeah, that sounds fast. What is that? Like two sessions? Got it. Great. Let's go. (laughs) And there is homework. So I think that needs to be brought up because yes, the sessions are amazing. They're transformational, but I'm going to use my dentist analogy And that is, you go to the dentist, what is it, once every six months, depending on how you live your life. But if you only went to the dentist once every six months and you didn't brush or floss in between, do you think you you would have good dental hygiene? Yeah, no. No. So it's the same thing with all of these practices. It's like, it's so great to do an intensive, you know, a 90 minute treatment or session or what have you, or go on a retreat. But it's the little things that you're going to do in between that are actually going to make the biggest difference. So those meditation, oh, sorry. Yeah. I guess we call them meditations that you, you sent. And I was like, okay, you're like, you need to listen to this every night between now and our next session. I was like, oh, okay. Every night. Here we go. And the guilt set in. If I missed tonight, I was like, oh my gosh, Gabby's going to scold me. I missed tonight. What am I going to do? Oh, do I do two the next day? There goes a people pleaser. There's still work to be done, but this was, this was my yeah. thought process in the moment. You know, I was like, okay, yeah. there's homework. I'm going to do it. I'm glad that that was a little bit of a motivation just not to, yeah, not to not, let not you not down. To. Right. Because it's important to know that it's what you put into it, what you get out of it. And that's with anything, whether you're in a gym trying to get fit, it, it, you know, if you're trying to achieve a designation, it's what you put into it that you will get out of it. And it's no different with rapid brain recoding. Does it work fast? Yes, it does. I, I say that after the discovery session, usually most issues will resolve in five sessions. More complicated cases can take 10 sessions, maybe some a little bit more, but it depends on the individual and how much resistance they have to change. Mm-hmm. But the work that you do in between freely matters. And here's the thing that I ask clients how committed they are to change. And when I was taking hypnosis training, our instructor told us if the client isn't at least 100% committed to working with you, do not take them as a client. And I learned that lesson thinking that, oh, you know, 98% is good enough. No, a hundred percent commitment or else. Because if they're not 100% committed, 
it's not going to be as effective. And so, for example, if, if I was to work with a smoking cessation client, I asked them, when was the last time you had a cigarette? If the last time they had a cigarette was half an hour just before they came in or just before they came into my office, then I, I have to let them go. And, and, and I, I can say, when you're ready to commit, come back. Because, you know, it's like taking a shot of something like, you know, a shot of alcohol. If you're trying to leave alcohol, just shot of alcohol or, you know, a big eating a really greasy sandwich just, you know, two, two days before an ultrasound so that, you know, you have a day to clean yourself or something. Like, it's just silly. Mm -hmm. You have to be committed. You're either in or you're out when it comes to any sort of transformational work that you're going to do. It's like so, me hardcore flossing right before my dentist appointment. I was like, I got it. Because <laughs> that's going to make up for all the other days that you didn't. Yeah, don't and know. We all cheat that way. But, you know, and it, it, it we're never going to fool the dentist. The dentist knows if we floss daily or if we just did it before this, the, the uh, you, you know, the treatment. They're, they laugh at us. You know, and it's just like asking someone, well, have you done your homework? And, and you know, they haven't done their homework. Uh, they, they just know that they, anyway, we all try to cheat, but the meditations, especially because I make really customized meditations based on the information that came out through the discovery session, they're really important to continue reinforcing the work that we do in between sessions. So, you know, how fast can people go, oh, well, how fast will I see results? How fast do you want to see results? You know, if it, and, and it's not to say that I don't encounter resisting clients. Absolutely. But I have techniques that can work to reduce that resistance. And once the unconscious mind knows that it's okay to trust that change, it slowly lets go of the resistance. Mm -hmm. Because it but might not be like a, a resistance on a on a conscious level is like us being like, no, no, I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But there might be a resistance on like a subconscious or a super conscious level that we don't even right. know about. Right. And and the thing is that, you know, when, when we talk about trauma, it may be too, too hard, too soon, too much, too soon. And so it will resist the change. Mm -hmm. And so if we just continue reinforcing a little bit at a time, I, I call it massaging the brain. <laughs> so if we gently massage the brain a little bit at a time, come the next session, it's going to be more complacent to, okay, so this is good. I, I actually managed to relax a little bit. Let's try this again and see what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's, it's within us. And that's part of the empowerment process that it's, I'm not making things happen for you. Your brain is actually rewiring itself. It wants to change all I'm doing it is giving it the instructions for that to happen. But the one that's doing it is you. Which is why you need a hundred percent commitment. Yes. Yes. Not 98, not 99.9, a hundred. <sighs> so. I always feel so great after our chats, Gabby. <laughs> I feel like a new woman. <laughs> okay. So. Do you have any closing remarks you want to add about brain recoding? I mean, I, I want everyone to also know like where they can find you if they want to. I'll mm -hmm. include them in the show notes as well. But 
please. The floor is yours. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so if you want to learn uh, more about brain recoding and mind reset, then go to findyourinnerzen.ca. I'm in Toronto in Etobicoke. And uh, social media, Instagram handle is findyourinnerzenca, as well as Facebook, findyourinnerzenca. And um, with regards to actual rapid brain recoding is if you've tried other techniques, I know that there's so many techniques out there and, and you find that you have reached a point where there's a wall, you know, it kind of worked, but you're not really there and you need a little bit of a push. I always say to people, if the formula isn't working for you, change the formula. There's nothing wrong with trying at, at yet because people will say, I've tried so many techniques. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with trying yet another one. You know, because to me, if I get one good thing out of any technique, then that's a win for me. And so on my page, you can see a sample session and actually neurological testing of the brain as it's changing. There's, there's a video from the woman who developed the protocol for applications in, in coaching. And um, there's a lot of questions and, and answers there that, you know, if you, if you don't know if you would be a suitable candidate for it, there's, there's contraindications or contraindications to a lot of consciousness expansion techniques, etc. If you want to know about those, feel free to visit the website and you can find out. It's not typically recommended for complicated conditions because you need to be under the care of a healthcare, mental health care provider. And I am limited in my scope of practice. But if what you have is, you know, fears, sadness, just things that you have tried to work on and need a little bit of the next level type of help, then feel free to contact me. And I'd be, I'd, I'd love to do a free 15 minute consultation with you just to go over your case. Oh, that's amazing. Those, even those consultations are like, you come out feeling refreshed and energized and like, and like motivated to keep going. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to work with everyone and that's okay. Um, and, but if I can refer you to someone that I feel would be better suited to work with you, then I'm happy to do that too. Amazing. Well, you heard it here. If you want to check Gabby out, she's on Facebook, Instagram, and you can find a lot of information on her website, which will be linked in the show notes as well for ease of clicks. And Gabby, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your energy with me. If you like this week's episode, tell a friend. After all, you may be the catalyst that launches them into their own healing journey. For more life-embracing content, look me up on Instagram at Rory Moon. And always keep on with the little shifts. Before you know it, you'll see a big change. Bye for now.